0: The note at the fro. We talk five days a week here on Aristotlefullthrottle.com. You can go there, you can subscribe on YouTube. You can go to twitch.tv slash aristotlefullthrottle. You can go to Twitter, all of the things. It's demarcated on the screen if you're watching visually with your eyeballs. You could be listening orally. I'll give you an oral report of this show. You guys, you can do all the things five days a week, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Today we're talking. Like we talk every day. (laughs) We're talking about movies, mostly. And we talk about popular culture. We also talk about culture in general and where the state of the culture is. And hopefully we can help influence and be thought leaders for the future of humankind. Teach people to be considerate. Use critical thinking skills and empathy. Let's teach those skills. Let's proliferate that instead of the lies that we get every day from the top down. We live in a democracy here in the United States. And we like to move upward through it, not from the top down. Guys, I'm very excited. I went to the beach yesterday, and I feel very relaxed, almost too relaxed, almost relaxed enough to not want to do anything for another week. <laughs> but I am excited to be here, as I am always. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I've just heard back from my... Uh, Friend who, uh, let's see if he is. Uh, let's see. This surprise is literally four minutes before. I mean, uh, let's see. Let's see. Yeah, well, hey, we might have a surprise guest. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm letting him know. Would you? Uh, let's see. Let's see if we have a magical surprise guest today. This might be very exciting, ladies and gentlemen. Very, very exciting. Who do you think it is? Let's take some bets. Let's take some guesses. Uh, Let's see what's doing. Let's see here. (laughs) We don't have a show planned. Uh, Talking about extreme actors. Uh, Let's see. Let's see if this happens. Let's see if this works. Otherwise, we'll just continue carrying on, drinking our coffee, having a chat with you guys. I don't see... uh... Let's see. Let's see. Sorry, guys. Bear with me. let's see i i keep saying let's see i i sound like i'm spanish speaking english the spaniards they say they say a ver a ver a ver a ver let's see let's see a ver a ver <laughs> so let's see if we get a special guest star a special guest star today um it could work could we'll see how it goes if you guys are out there on twitch if you guys are out there on youtube let me know Come on in the room. Let's have a chat. We're going to have a special guest, perhaps. Maybe. This is very exciting. <laughs> um, let me just chat with uh, live stream. I told them we're live streaming. You guys have any guesses who it could be? Let's see. Maybe not. Otherwise, it's just dead air. So anyway, anyway, I'm going to talk about some of the trends that are going on right now. There's some so many trends. Let's look at the trending. What's in current events, ladies and gentlemen? Ah, trending topics. I always get really interested by these. Trump Foundation. Oh, you heard they're, they're trying to get rid of the NRA, right? They're trying to get rid of the NRA. I don't know what's going on with that. Here we go. We're getting a special call. <laughs> hey, <laughs> special guest. Hey. hey, how are you, man?
1: Oh, wow, you're looking all fancy there with your DSLR. And you- <laughs> I got the
0: DSLR rocking.
1: <laughs> you got the production value happening. I'm just here on my phone. Like-
0: <laughs> well, you know, that's good, too. We got, you know, do what you got to do.
1: Like, I, now I feel like I should be horizontal. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm like a part way there. I don't have the 20 millimeter lens soft focus thing happening though. I'm not quite there.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. That's, what are the, what's the next phone? Do you know the next? Have they even advertised the next phone?
1: I don't know what they, Apple or who. Uh,
0: yeah, I guess. What what kind of phone you got?
1: Uh, this is an iPhone 11. Oh
0: sweet. Uh, yeah, that's the same one I got.
1: <laughs> and then I'm like, oh wait, this doesn't have a headphone jack. I gotta go get get my uh, my uh, AirPods. My
0: right. <laughs> Yeah. I'm wondering, that's the thing is like, I, I did want to, I mean, we can t- sort of wing it like we, we were suggesting. Um, yeah. I did want to talk to you about uh, a certain topic, but we.
1: supposed <laughs> to work beta software, uh, for it to work as a webcam, uh, at, like stream live. You're probably HDMI capturing. Yeah. yeah, your... yeah. To just pivot to absolutely <laughs> long, but yeah, they have beta software that lets you plug the, some of the newer DSLRs, uh, uh you know the, the the full frame ones don't work as well as the signal for mine. It's uh it's you know. Not that, that goes anywhere interesting.
0: <laughs> no, that's the funny thing, is like I can get so caught up in, in that and music engine span for it. <laughs> that's the one yeah. thing but you and I definitely could talk it's about very that.
1: inside baseball, very inside baseball.
0: Yeah. There was a there was actually a really cool did you capture sorry, did you happen to catch the Golden Globes this year, earlier this year?
1: I did not.
0: Uh well, Tom Hanks had a really good speech that was very. I think I
1: saw this speech. I think I saw a video of just that speech because it went viral.
0: Yeah, and he talked about checking the gate, which is a thing thing that we say on on set a lot. And I was like very impressed that he got that inside baseball about filmmaking, and and uh, you know, not many people even hear that term. So.
1: They're more or less able to still engage in a suspension of disbelief right uh when they're watching a show whereas i can't watch anything on netflix or any other film and not constantly go that's not stage i can see that's a dolly shot uh it's a crane shot <laughs> that's a steady cam shot right uh, that- that's, that's a prime lens okay they're zooming in okay they they, they, they that uh, kind of find a lot of hollywood productions i'm not able to empathize with the storyline, with the plot. I don't see a lot of people like me. And maybe that's related to my tendencies. And not feel as immersed in it, uh, not just because I've been involved in the sausage enough and the making of it to uh, be able to deconstruct it like that, but also, um, and and of course, if you do audio, then are doing vocals, and you're also like, oh, wait, okay, yep, that's a a shotgun mic, that's a, uh, they dubbed that, they did that post, that's...
0: I noticed that a lot too. Like, you could hear the difference in sound quality (laughs) when you're. It's a scene where someone sat down and you could tell that their mic got like kind of scrunched up underneath their neck and you could hear it like muffled. And just like little technical things like that do jump out at me when having worked. On set for sure,
1: and, or I'll be watching old shows like Star Trek: The Next Generation, and I'm like, okay, yep, uh, uh, RX or any these other software back in the early '90s that you can run and, and remove the mouth noises. I'm like, oh, yep, there's a oh, there's a clickety right. smack in uh, yeah, Dr. Troy's uh, dialogue there or Captain Picard when he's talking in these old shows. So
0: that's a that's funny. Did you did you happen to listen to um, Morgan Freeman reading? john lewis's final essay uh
1: i did i missed that
0: it's really good however the, the, you could tell that morgan freeman probably recorded it on his iphone but it's still he's got that powerful voice like you do sir yeah. you got a very captivating sound oh, over quality. You and and he you could tell his he had a little couple of mouth sounds going on because
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah was using his oh iPhone. i'd but, be clickety clackety now if i was uh in uh uh, speaking to a uh, Sennheiser 4, 6, it had the worst time I remember I was in Manhattan and I had just eaten salad and I happened to be right by the oh no. uh, whispering sound booth. And so I'm there and it was, just came out like, like, like it was like the, there were so many mouth noises and clicks in it uh, that it's like, it, it feels like it's
0: peanuts. I will like be coughing <laughs> and I,
1: I can't, I can't even put a sentence together for like, but yeah.
0: uh, but Tay, hey, thank you so much for, for popping in today. This is exciting. I would, the topic of today was about actors who kind of like go overboard for their roles, which is like...
1: Yeah. It ends of the margin mm-hmm. for like, be considered the traditional lead. Um, I'm probably shorter than most people who get cast as a lead. And you're probably a little bit taller and like, right. you know, like... Uh, and that's, so it's almost kind of like we're like too short, too tall. Like there's always like, the, like in this sweet spot in that uh, call. And if you're a little bit shorter than that or uh, a little bit taller than that, then people are kind of like, oh, well, you're a type. You're yeah. you're an interesting element. You're not necessarily being a normal person, uh, you know, walking this earth, just kind of uh, uh, living as a human being. But you can be this interesting element, this yep. sidekick, this uh, supplemental narrative. Two characters who are in that zone. If you're male, of you know, uh, being five foot eleven, you know, six foot one or two, or or if you're female, being you know, five foot eight to nine, nine ten yeah. in that zone. Um, which um, I guess in some ways that he is, uh, yeah. and how they choose human paintbrushes uh, to tell stories that they believe will be received in the most mainstream way. But then it's interesting to see how uh, in, in in growing numbers on it makes you wonder. Uh, um, yeah. Hollywood is very still very uh regimented and mm. I, and I don't think most casual watchers of film and television really understand the uh how small the uh, group of people is who mm. do a lot of casting. When you look at right. I don't know how many casting uh, directors are in uh, CSA is that like 1500 uh I don't know fairly yeah, um uh this very um uh, I don't want to say elite but a uh, a A Rick, the human beings who will tell a story. In fact,
0: Being around long enough knows you. It's like, if yeah. you're available you're to be in the orbit of some of these folks.
1: I have an ACSA casting director for the most part when they are judging authenticity, when they are or, judging race as real
0: role who, or like a lot of the powers that be, there's like where... I don't. It's, uh, Gina Davis is a big proponent of this. Now, it's basically when there's a woman on screen um, or, or talking to another volition or if she is an mm-hmm. eight man together. So there's, it's oh, yeah. centralized about the man, all about catering to the Bechtel test. I,
1: the reality is I sent among cast just foundational Hollywood stories, uh, yeah. who have, it sounds like very, very,
0: to a lot more people. How'd mm-hmm. you relatable because of that?
1: Myself well, well, it's our just appeal. I a very happy, go lucky, broadest stroke in terms mm-hmm. of appeal. Uh, It's something about uh, what I'm doing with my body and what I'm doing with my happiness when I'm in the zone there that is more or verbal reflections on personal experience like we're doing now. Um, And that's not to say that. uh, Yeah verbal essays or podcast interviews or talking about my own mental health experiences, my own psychiatric experiences, my own childhood experiences, but I, that that's not valid. And what level of popularity does it uh, achieve? Works against the other business. a word essay about it yeah. and you know, the, the, the science of viruses, they have to penetrate cell membranes in order to get in and reproduce themselves. And no pun intended about being viral somehow my music is able to penetrate more cell membranes than uh a lot of other stuff i do like podcasting or uh you know, perhaps being overly cerebral uh or intellectual in the in the uh, right.
0: it's uh this imagination and that's the thing that like i really impress upon people people really do want to put people in boxes and be like oh you're the guy that does the thing we'll put us in i just want to say <laughs> hi to our prize special guest i guess and also how long it's right now i love <laughs>
1: Oh, thank Good you. Stuff. I appreciate it. Yeah,
0: thank you. So, uh, how have you been holding up during this uh, coronavirus situation?
1: You know, I've been okay. I've been blessed. There are a lot of people hurting right now. A lot of people. Twenty was going to go. Then, I mean, obviously, it's it's out of left field. We are in a global disaster. Uh, on uh, whether we like to speak to it or oh, or, I mean, there's no other way to put it. There's concern um, I have. Uh, you know, not just about myself, but, uh, you know, wh- where do- where does this all lead? What is the next week? What is the next month? What is the non-eloquent and awkward? I don't have uh clear words. Word is- in some ways, Um
0: I'm just wondering what else can ha- happen this year. It feels well, so- that's what I mean, that,
1: that's the meme. It's that, you know, like. Uh, You know, yeah. uh, September has to. Be we need set, some giant whatever. kaiju. <laughs> be very cerebral and think about society. That just tends to be my state of mind. So, uh, yeah, it's it's not new, I guess. For me to kind of think of, I think what I, person that I can be, take care of. To mm.
0: uh, that's the only purpose I have found right now is to be like, okay. what can I do during this time to just push positivity and constructiveness and inject that into the world. And I just want to give a shout-out to Jimmy James Cordova. Uh, sorry, got to get back to work, but thank you for joining us. Well, you did. Jimmy James, our heart, right now. Uh, but, uh, hope no uh, difficulties on YouTube. You could go over. Done that, so that's good. Movies, general. Mm. Just, it, it's, it's very true. Like, I get this thing a lot where people say, oh, well, you know, I'm kind of jealous because you have this look. You know, it's never really worked for me looking like I have growing up where I did. But people are like, you know, you've got to look. You're going to, you could do commercials and, and, um, and then no. they cast you in usually white. So it's like,
1: a lot of times, like, and, and not to uh, be looks ethnic, but like, oh, okay, you have blackish hair, but, you know, you're not, you're a skin tone. Uh, you know, right. my skin tone. I'm obviously biracial. Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, so like we're kind of in this ethnic, but, uh, you know, it's almost kind of like, uh, yeah, because, uh, yeah, if uh, I kind of feel like a lot of times when they're looking for quote unquote black, uh, yeah. the context of a Hollywood commercial or a modeling shoot, or whatnot, they're I don't not get those roles. For, yeah. Yeah. Like uh, African black is a different right. category that rise differently. Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, there's there's definitely Joel, um, but it's uh, it's tone like color to my webcam, which is actually hopefully. It's- Let me just close that. Yeah, we're talking with on Day today. Thank you guys so much for joining us. This is a surprise. I had actually requested to talk to Tay, but um, we just made it happen in the last 15 minutes, so it's, it's working. And thank you, guys. If you guys have any questions for Tay, let us know. Um, Grace Jones, the 80s album cover black. Yes. Yeah, album cover black. Yeah, I hear you, Will. Yeah, if you guys have any questions for Tay, let us know, and uh, we'll continue the discussion. I really... Excited to, to have everybody here. We do this every day, and I'm very excited to uh, to chat with y'all. Um, yes, it's Ron. Sorry, I did have a beach day yesterday. I was relax- maxing and relaxing and cooling all chilling outside of the school, and it was fun. I rely. I'm very tan. I got very tanner. I got a tanner is what I usually say. Um, today we were we can still incorporate extreme actors, but if Uh, if y'all on, let me put a little message out here on discord. Tay Zonday has joined us. Let's see. And I'll put a little link in here. Twitch.tv slash. So in case you're on discord right now, I, you know, you've seen that and you'll come over here. Um, how am I supposed to follow this? Hey, <laughs> a- on a light up. Oh, tomorrow? What are you, you talk about? You're gonna you're gonna bring it home tomorrow. You're gonna bring it all home. It's gonna be you're gonna close the week out. That's gonna be fun. Kevin James made me think if fat guys get hot women, I'm waiting for Leah Rem for my Leah Remney. Ron T says. Says, uh, yeah, like, well, Hollywood, you know, it's funny because the age of the guy doesn't ever matter, you know. like, you'll say, you know, George Clooney would be fifty and be flirting with someone who's thirty, and we're just like, that's that's fine, that's okay, uh, you know. She's thirty, she may as well be dead, <laughs> in Hollywood terms, <laughs> basically. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna have a talk tomorrow, Angie. So. So, guys, think up some of your questions and let us know. This is a nice surprise. I see we've got some friends of ours in Discord. I'm off to the side here. I'm only, like, on the side of the camera. It's very, very fun. Let's look at some of these trending topics while we're, we're waiting to patch back in with Tay. So some of the trending topics, they're gonna to try to disband the NRA guys. The whole National Rifle Association is gonna be taken down because of all their indiscretions and their BS. Hey, bro, man, Mari on, on Instagram, guys on Instagram. If you're you're not able to hear Tay, it, it's because I haven't been able to patch a mint through because this has been a surprise visit, which is awesome. And so if you're on Instagram right now, go over to Twitch.tv slash Aristotle Full Throttle and you can watch the rest of the interview. But see who's excited to see go, go dance. Okay, okay, Thanks. here we go. My <laughs>
1: headphones are now, now. I'm not just uh holding my uh, I look like I'm way better. This <laughs> makes you look so on, and now you look like a child. <laughs> uh, age, young, uh, is younger. I do have some great crack, that's true. Uh, with my personality as an act, even uh, creep and very relevant to the t- oh, center. Oh, <laughs> but oh, uh, I got you. And it's uh, an older uh, way uh, in social convention. We don't expect um. Actually, uh you know w- women and, and but i feel like uh there's is uh an element of being alpha or worn you have a very feminine face you look you have very feminine accent i'd be like hey you know i, I love <laughs> circus aspect in some way of human attributes that we have not seen i don't think it's that rare but it has right. not been represented pop culture is special well, things incidentally happened in the two which was
0: it's such a uh, it's reached aware of now Maybe we're just paying more people
1: well, there are a lot of people who 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 a lot I thought it was a six year old brain uh didn't uh, seven eight years old and then watch layers to uh to revisit me as a... Mo- have uh, sort of I, I don't know if I would pictured cre- you holding uh much you may maybe well meeting people uh, but very much going talking about and and chocolate rain sort of a- has a <laughs> received comedically to a power taken
0: At, away from you It was kind of like as a
1: political ballot until that there is a uh what i in uh, moment politically is that that uh and i say this in the not uh, really introduced <laughs> always and, and then uh grew up mostly in minneapolis whenever i can uh my mother was always and, and i was kind of the royalties of a song you have two songwriters then only half and half and when i became an, an american society and 90 percent of the way there uh America, so to speak, uh, because receiving about law enforcement interaction for parents, like uh, uh, acknowledging was and so sort of like I'm living an adulthood that is, um, yeah, in a real grew up in in my own family,
0: like I grew up. So I have this that's very would not is not also in growing up, but it's like to the part of your identity in america you get all of the benefits of just being put sort of like ask uh the way canadian looks comments um <clears throat> <I'm,
1: laughs> your I'm, uh, I, awesome. I haven't really gotten there yet on, on the uh <laughs> i, I yeah. suppose it'd be a little bit late to get on the tiktok trend uh Me now, too. but yeah I, I have...
0: but i find it yeah, a, pretty, um, a pretty good basic filmmaking platform because you could sort of make clips and and change the order of them and <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, You know what it is? I uh, I never really blew up as someone who was a person, a lifestyle uh, content creator, uh, yeah, someone who share I'm doing in my house uh, somehow of mine that appeals with the world being very focused on lifestyle content. Instagram is the same way now where, yeah, you might be a musician on Instagram, but you're sort of expected to do a a you know, uh, good to see you or. Uh, I made that sound like such a father. Like, yeah, <laughs> like good to see like, you, son. Like, like, that's exactly what I <laughs> I do on the Instagrams. I say, hey, how are you doing? Good to right. see you. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> next fan. Good, how are you doing? Good to see you. Uh, yeah. but that's like, that's but some, some people need of mm-hmm. engagement and popularity in 2020, where you need to have that lifestyle sharing and that availability, or at least the perception. Uh, because I know a lot of people who share their alleged lifestyles and i know their life and i'm like okay well (laughs) well we'll leave it at that but there needs to (laughs) at least be a presentation of sharing your life and vulnerability and this is what i'm doing every day this is what i'm working on and um i don't know i mean i went viral at a time in 2007 when you could make a three-minute video and a four-minute video and yeah as a one-off thing it could go mega viral that's not usually the world that no. content creators themselves in in 2020 share i need to uh be authentic and, and i've tried doing it i'm just not good at it uh yeah. is my own self-critique it's not really my strength uh being interesting in sharing my lifestyle and then it's like well do i change my lifestyle to try to make it seem more interesting than it actually I'm right is there
0: with you. <laughs> i don't feel yeah. like
1: an, i feel like i'm lying and not being authentic yeah in that way and so um yeah i uh that's been my I think, uh,
0: approach for sure like I, i've noticed that the the tick that i've done that went viral i mean that's i think that's the best best approach because it's going to be too much mental energy too much like emotional taxation to try to step into a world that isn't comfortable for you or isn't real for yeah. you
1: oh and, absolutely
0: uh, i just want to in a particular context does that mean you're excluding, denying the other racial identity? That's the thing, Condy That's really
1: the dilemma. I mean, absolutely. That, yeah, no, that, That's and that's very much the perspective. I think of uh, that I was raised very much in that as a family value, that we are a cosmopolitan yep. uh, family, and uh, don't you go uh, out in the world or at least come back into this house calling yourself a black man or... <laughs> A or someone who is limited to just one side of your heritage because your heritage is cosmopolitan. You are genetically uh, just as much, you know, German and and a little bit of Irish in that side, uh, and uh, that's that's difficult when I, you know walk out in the world that's threatening. <laughs> as, right, uh, exactly. It's, it, it's, it's just, you get all the
0: benefits be of being black kid. when you're out yeah. on the street. That's what I always say. I'm like, I get <laughs> all
1: the benefits of being black. And in- My parents came of age, uh, right. per se. but, you know, in, in the 70s, and kind of this, this this moment of believing that a racial utopia was pending. And, you know, obviously, you can watch different historical documentaries and read different books. Uh, I, uh, the 13th on Netflix by David Verne is a, he's a great one. Uh, but... Uh, I think their generation is still very much sort of in this vision of hey, uh, true egalitarianism and racial equality is something we can do, or at least create that space in our own family mm-hmm. and the way that we live our lives. Um, and it's it's tough. I'm I'm not sure. Like I I I want the dream of my parents' generation to be true, and yet it's right. not. From a policy standpoint, from a looking at the reality of the world that we live in.
0: From a systemic
1: uh, standpoint. Systemic from, standpoint. Yeah. Uh, so. It's... Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds.
0: Funny. Uh, that's I funny. My 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 little Fitbit buzzed at the same time as your alarm, and I'm like, "What is something <laughs> going on? Like, is there a what is going on? Is this like a an alert of some kind?"
1: Is fitbit? A... on people who have more melanin in their huh. skin i was looking yeah. at the research on this because i purchased a fitbit and i might still have it in the other maybe i returned it um uh and it wasn't de- detecting my heart rate as uh yeah. a very active it, it was spotty and i didn't you, i'm a thin person your heart rate, or, rate is two yeah or I, <laughs> somehow i'm alien uh in, in some regards then i was like oh wait um this is not – I'm not the only uh, person for whom this might be an issue, and the right. technology that at least some of the models use, it's not – you look at the scientific studies, uh, it's not as accurate seeing through uh, melanin in a person's skin and detecting the heart rate. And then I'm kind of like, do I post this in an Amazon review and actually say – you know, this seems like a great product, but I seem to be one of the people who I don't know if I have too much melanin on my wrist or if I'm too thin. Whatever alien uh, attribute does not I have. detect, not, not detecting my heart rate. But that's. Uh, but then I go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Well, but not to, to wrap up the story. Then I realized, wait, that's a great way for uh, probably either the manufacturer or some other. Uh, quote-unquote good Samaritan to go through on Amazon and flag my review as being racist. Because right. somehow uh, there's almost sort of this idea of like, well, any bringing up of race or talking about uh, uh, yeah, mentioning being black or feeling... Uh, well, and,
0: and... <laughs> it's, it's so true. There's two things I wanted to kind of speak to that in general, a little bit for what we were talking about before, which was uh, just being... Biracial, multiracial in America. Um, for my my experience, it's just like you were kind of saying you want to incorporate all of the different um, heritages that you celebrate in your yeah. family, and I want to do that too. It's a, though definitely where I grew up, mixed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but it's oh, like, absolutely. So it's like, wait a minute, where then where am I? If I'm not this, I'm not that. Where do I go? And then another thing, when people say you know just mentioning race race is something that we should talk about why not it's like it's a thing that we can actually uh discuss and if we discuss we can maybe understand race. therefore it's racist yeah. and i feel like a lot yeah, of somebody times you, somebody... well I, I feel like a lot of times people say well i don't see color i don't see race and it's like to me when people say that it kind of sounds like they're like can't we just be all white then can't we just be <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, yeah, it kind of sounds that, like that. that's basically what it about to. it's like right. hey you know can't we can't we just believe that society is genuinely good and that the origins of uh, uh the the way of things the status quo everything that uh caused us to arrive at what we experience as prosperity is is righteous and okay and yeah. like well um uh no can, can we just, just start uh, uh,
0: from zero well, it's, it's like no, well, we have it's to kind of like go back because, and fix
1: this. I hear people espousing that perspective who are themselves, uh, in some ways, uh, uh, suffering from some of the consequences of systemic inequality. Or a, you know, there is really no American left. If you compare what is considered leftist in uh, in Europe uh, to you know, the American political spectrum, we're all kind of very much, uh, from a political standpoint, uh, focused on the right. Uh, side of the spectrum so it's like when, when you bring up something like a housing crisis and I'm like hey yeah you know there are plenty of places in Europe where you know they uh, uh, they tax vacant housing units and so there is a 0% vacancy rate in those places and as opposed to a 4 or 5% vacancy rate like you have in places like Los Angeles where you have more than 100,000 uh, uh, homeless people and uh, in, in I think other than Southern California um, and and you know I, I point out these things and, and there's such in american political dialogue there's such uh radical leftist ideas and that or or berlin or some of these other places uh so it's um uh it's an odd conundrum sometimes when i hear that well the status quo is great and i'm like well okay and i feel like a lot of a lot of people just don't have the information Uh, yeah a lot of people i mentioned to them something like No, the National Association of Realtors has lobbied for unlimited infusion of foreign capital to uh, basically turn the U.S. housing market into a global stock exchange where that's the reason Americans are priced out because <laughs> wow. you're not uh, in a closed local economy. You're having yeah. investors uh, uh, from all over the world bidding on the property and often cash buyers buying the house that's in your neighborhood. Wow. Uh, and that's artificially inflating prices and obviously local politics, whether you're city, it's your city council, or your mayor, or your state representative, uh, You know, construction, real estate, Uh, uh, are are two of the most influential uh, uh, business interests on a local level. And so in many ways, our local politicians are very uh, much uh, complicit in that system. And a lot of people, they they just don't see that type of information, which is a basic fact of American life, presented on CNN. Rachel Maddow or uh, CNBC aren't framing the truth of American life in that way and so there's still very very basic things that are just kind of like oh i don't think people know and so when they're defending the status quo and saying hey yes you know pull yourself up by your bootstraps and can't we all be great and just celebrate what is and celebrate oh there's a new condo going up and
0: and obtuse for like a, a lot of people in society sadly to just say you know they need the big dumb guy at the top
1: going like very bad that's dumb I don't like it. Don't, <laughs> they need it, yeah, like kind I of compressed. I don't think the truth is complicated. I think it's just yeah. unsaid, right? Um, and, but that was, uh, But
0: thank you for illuminating that because I, 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 it makes sense ex- exactly what you just said, and I, it's just hearing it is like, oh, well, yeah, that does make sense, doesn't it? <laughs>
1: and it's. Yeah, I mean, I mean, no, I mean, it, well, and. Uh, sort of because a lot of there's a lot of it justified, uh, obviously, you know, and, and through outrageous uh, uh, prompts, you know, whether it's the, the murder of George Floyd or Breonna Taylor. And um, and sometimes it's difficult for me to speak to that very valid and ferocious energy uh, and say, OK, um, yeah, a lot of the aspects of the system that has ultimately uh, institutionalized this type of wrongdoing, they're esoteric, they're nerdy, they're policy details, they're things like, oh, the National Association of Realtors has lobbied against open bidding on uh real estate transactions so that they can I, I, you know, th- things yeah things that are just kind of like line items it's almost like that little writing in the medicine b- bottle right where it's like you don't necessarily read through all of the side effects of everything that happened may but,
0: grow yeah, wings but, and shoot lasers from eyes if you yeah yeah no
1: but but it's that type of thing it's like 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 <laughs> a lot of the actual implementation of these systems of oppression it's in that may grow wings or shoot lasers from eyes yes uh Byline of the side effects of policies yeah. that are implement, implemented. And...
0: That was like the, the entire housing crisis. I got you frozen here for a second. Hang on. Tay's frozen for a minute here. Hopefully, it catches it.
1: Uh, you know, you also need to yeah, kind of dig in look at that fine print of the medicine bottle. And be like, wait, uh, where did this come from? This is yeah. kind of – this is a very detailed and esoteric and complicated reality that – Oh, yeah. Uh, like I still don't understand subprime loans. Huh.
0: <laughs> I, I still can't wrap my head around subprime loans. And <laughs> I'm, as soon as they start talking about it, I'm like, I'm with you. I'm with you. And then like 30 seconds later, I'm like, I'm, I'm lost. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, no, no, no,
1: I, mean, I, I, I can uh, explain subprime loans in like 30 seconds. I mean, the general yeah. idea – uh, uh, behind the sub, these quote unquote subprime. Subprime is sort of a, I, I'm not going to say it's a dog whistle, but it's this idea of uh, banks should look, and this is sort of something that came in vogue after the dot com boom and, and bust and, you know, in the early 2000s and, and late 90s. I said, like, we need to get more people who are perhaps minorities or uh, people of color who might not ordinarily quite, we need to yeah. get them. Uh, to have home loans. Uh, And so from a policy standpoint, you have Congress, you have Democrats, uh, Republicans, some Republicans kind of in this thing that, yes, you know, banks ought to, the solution to uh, the uh, unequal, unjust creation of disproportionate white wealth in America is to loan uh, people of color, and who, it, it, instead of like an actual talking about a reparation and saying, wait, a lot of that kind of came from redlining and FHA racism and the racist war on drugs and uh, a lot of racist privatization, and, and that was the origin of that. No, the solution to that subprime loans this idea of, well, we're just going to loan money to people, whether or not they really qualify from an income perspective, whether right. or not we really. Uh, wealth and income and so will allow banks to be more lax mm-hmm. uh, and then suddenly you know when there's an actual recession and when uh, it turns out uh, wait uh, consumer income and especially the income of uh, you know, uh, minority consumers and marginalized uh, consumers is not growing it has not grown since the 1970s suddenly 2008 2009 like oh we have this crisis now where these people yeah. actually not able to pay for this um It's very, it's very
0: predatory because, you know, they're like, well, we'll, we'll take $5,000 as a down payment for a home. (laughs) You know, like that
1: was, was that was never the solution. The solution was to examine the actual origins of Mm -hmm. uh, prior social quality. Why is there such a, uh, disproportionate, uh, uh, a, a wealth gap, a wealth delta, uh, in American society and, Mm -hmm. um, can we address that in uh, a, a way a that's redistributive? Way. You know? yeah. yeah, in a meaningful way, uh, as opposed to just creating more debt and uh, right. yeah.
0: That's I, the way it's I mean...
1: almost—it's almost sort of like there's there's sort of this uh, uh, um, presumption, the only way in which uh, social services can happen, or uh, um, the only way in which the government can implement services in the United States has to be through the private sector or in some way that benefits the private sector. And that's sort of a, a um, you know, that's, that's not necessarily the line of thinking in uh, uh, other places that have a more social democracy uh, mm. thing. So uh, that can be an inhibition. This is something
0: we should definitely work toward more. Equality on all fronts, like that. It's just, it's Man. really, it's going to take a while. Let's see. I said What's I would it? take a difficult subject, and that's why it was they were so advantageous at uh, making so much money because a lot of people didn't understand how it worked, and then they were, they were just like, "Yeah, good. Don't worry about it. Don't so worry no, about like, how it works."
1: Like, I'm approved. Absolutely, I'm, I'm yeah. approved. I'm going to go for this, and uh, right. yeah, it's. Uh, um, and, and at the end of the day, they decided they bailed out the banks. They didn't bail out the families. They That's didn't, exactly uh, w- what should have simply done. Uh, if you really wanted to it, it, the solution to the subprime mortgage crisis uh, uh, yeah, in a way that might have been a little bit more egalitarian and actually redistributed uh, some of the ill gotten wealth that was part of this great divide in American society would have been for I- instead of bailing out the banks. Uh, uh who were simply uh, uh at a loss uh, uh writing out these subprime loans you could have bailed out the families the consumers and say hey uh, yeah. uh uh we'll we'll pay off the mortgage for the consumers and the consumers simply own the house uh and that would have that would have given those families uh That's that a place to start uh, yeah. wealth uh it would have given them a head start in american society it would have allowed them to then you know if they had to mortgage their houses and their kids to college it would have helped generate Generational wealth, yes, uh, which they is, had resolved the subprime uh, loan uh, crisis that way in 2008, yeah. but that was not table. They were like, "Oh no, we we we'll cover the banks, and the bank is going to hold the house and, the, and auction it off, whatever." And it's and, like, "Well, that goes back
0: <laughs> generations." I mean, American society is very much like that. There's there there are generations of wealth that, uh, frankly, Black people in the United States were never afforded until like the Absolutely. 70s. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you weren't, like, people, if you're black in America, <laughs> you weren't allowed to, you just didn't have wealth that extended beyond, behind the 70s. And there are so many people in America who have generations of wealth that go back 200 years.
1: Yeah. And and even if you watch, I, I keep harping David Verney's 13th on, on Netflix, but it is a great uh, documentary, just kind of, uh, yeah. uh, it, it really summarizes in an, an hour or two. A lot of the historical changes Cause even after the 1970s, a lot of uh, uh, interventions happened that, that, that kind of made it difficult for uh, uh, yeah, minorities and, and, and women and other categories of marginalized people to catch up uh, in terms of uh, asset ownership.
0: It's it's um, it's a sad truth. Let's let's catch up on some of these comments here. Will says uh, I feel like I'm listening to all things considered on NPR. Big compliment. Honestly, very cool. That's that's a goal. NPR is great um defcon zero says i also experienced exclusion like that but it stemmed from cultural differences my mom and dad listened to rock music and liked british comedy i was always excluded for liking white things in quotes um yeah and as defcon mentioned uh he's also mixed or he or she is also mixed race race partially by white people and this talk is healing oh it's Malin. so yeah thank you Malin, for uh for adding that it's it's very true it's it's just like having a, an identity in the united states like a lot of people definitely consider the european ancestry the identity of the united mm. states when we really should include the mosaic because a lot of people say for well instance, I, mean, I yeah well, I, I well I would, just the the musical hamilton for its, I'm like, I'm like way into it lately. I've never saw it before. And I just was like, wow, this is a really cool representation of modern America telling America's history. And Lynn manuel Miranda, who wrote, wrote it and starred in it, grew up in Washington Heights, Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And if he were to put on a play in his school when he was a kid, this is what it would look like. Repre- this is exactly what it would have looked like representationally. When they mm-hmm. were like, "I'm George Washington," you know, or "I'm so and so," Washington nights yeah. like that. So to him, it's nothing new. But to America, they're like, "Wow, look at this culture." And I've heard people say that they feel like they're that they are um, appropriating when they watch Hamilton. And I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." The whole point is, this is part of American culture. This is not like we're not like it's their culture versus their culture. This is an American art form. That we can all partake in, and that is like really, I think, what the point of of the visual representation of Hamilton is, and the the musical representation, frankly.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I I, uh, uh, I mean, I I I listen to the soundtrack. I I don't think I've (laughs) seen it. it. And um, I feel like I I very like my heart with musicals is very much in a lot of the Broadway shows uh, with the uh, 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 focused on perhaps more belty and operatic singing like the fan for the Opera and, and, uh, mm-hmm. uh, rent, uh, that I Andrew grew up with. Lloyd Webber. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, who I mean, and of course I'll say that, you know, they say, <laughs> uh, you know, and of course a lot of those, you know, that weren't necessarily the most diverse, uh, 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 shows in terms of casting, uh, or the plots of stories. Uh, rent was, you know, uh, pretty good, but, um, yeah, uh, you know, in Les Mis. Well, okay, that's very much an element of its that's time. A French so you'll see, I mean, you'll see casting in, in Broadway and off-Broadway, the cast of African-Americans is, you know, Jean uh, Jean Valjean or Javert or, or uh, uh, key characters in that. Um, It's interesting. Um, or Robert Guillaume has...
0: played Phantom for a while. Yeah. Robert Guillaume in the uh, early 90s, maybe?
1: Yeah. It, it, it's yeah. interesting because uh, uh, <laughs> this whole question of uh, to what extent do... Uh, African Americans need white culture in order to heal themselves and move forward into an egalitarian racial future. This is a very, very old question. Uh, you know, Scott Joplin, uh, you know, Ragtime. Mean, he, he wasn't really famous in his life, but he came, became famous uh, decades later. Um, uh, wrote a musical *Treemonisha*. Uh, which is uh, very much about uh, you know in the language of his time, which is very quaint now and very imperfect. Uh, but more or less speaking, that okay, well, uh, freed slaves or former slaves, uh, you know, sort of need some sort of cosmopolitan way of marching onward uh, by incorporating both white culture and and uh, you know the uh, you know the best of a- a- uh, Afro American heritage into mm-hmm. some new future. And uh, so you know w- when I was a kid and singing, uh, you know. Uh, I loved Little Mermaid when I was eight years old. but I wasn't thinking that, oh, you know, uh, Ariel is a body dysmorphic white female <laughs> uh, <laughs> who is in a movie that I don't think there were any black mermaids in Little Mermaid. Nope. Uh I it, if I I, I think I've rewatched it and I've kind of tried to like find. Well, you've had Sebastian,
0: in... the sort of the
1: Jamaican. Yeah, that crab. is. <laughs> yeah, but
0: it was a, he was a crap.
1: Come on, I mean. No. Uh, but yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, they. they uh, but. Yeah, I wasn't thinking of that when I was eight years old, and I was not thinking of not being white or not being female. Right. Uh, I just enjoyed. going. Um. And uh, yeah. It I get, It wasn't until I, again, I not to repeat rehash what I said earlier, but it wasn't until I was a teenager, it was like, oh wait, I'm living in this world in the 1990s where there aren't a lot of in between. Role models for what it is to be a masculine black male and affirmed and intellectual. You have a caricature like Steve Urkel, or Jaleel White, uh, who is mm-hmm. an obviously arranged actor who's a, a dimensional person far beyond that character. But, I mean, he yeah, played Urkel and Urkel. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> well, uh, Stefan, but, that was it. Yeah, Stefan and uh, but, Urkel. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I remember, uh, uh, you know, because I was a huge Star Trek fan and a fan of, you know, uh, Data and Spock, and uh, but also Avery Brooks uh, in interviews, because he was Captain Cisco on Deep Space Nine. Oh yeah, loved it. Uh, uh, and and he had a career. He he hadn't intended to do that role. He was a professor at Rutgers and was very successful. Uh, and uh, he says in uh, later interviews that he took that role when he found out that it was about a single black father raising a uh, black son. Mm-hmm. As a single father, and he's like, "You know, there aren't a lot of portrayals of this in I think it was nineteen ninety two is the year that uh, yeah. deep space nine uh, launched as a series uh, and he's right, there weren't i mean there uh, you know, if you wanted to be an affirmed, it, there was such a fear of uh, black masculinity and it being hyped as you know every night on the news but growing up in Chicago, it was like, oh, there's the latest murder uh, from." Uh, uh, yeah the black people in the projects the gangs uh in the projects randomly shoot there's another shooting another blade and it was narrated oh, right. as uh the pathology of society uh out of the reagan mm-hmm. years and uh, uh, yeah, into the Clinton years where you had uh, additional policies that were draconian to expand the prison oh, industrial complex was narrated as this problem of these very bad brown people in South America make Always. these very bad substances like cocaine right. and and they infect the minds of the brown people the in brown American cities tennis. and make them, and make and make them ape-like uh, mm. uh, to a point where you know, that's the terrorism and that's the terror and that's what's leading uh, the evening news. And so me being 13, 14 years old, like walking down the street in, growing up in predominantly white suburbs and trying to figure out like, how do I live an American right. life? Um, <laughs> how am I
0: perceived? How, uh,
1: what how, is it? how am I perceived? It's like, I can, I, I certainly don't want to be that. I don't want to be whatever that portrayal mm. of, uh, uh, that is, And so I guess I have to lead to being super nerdy and intellectual. I'm not uh, large. I don't present myself like an Avery Brooks or like a uh, Denzel Washington or like some of the few masculine black role models who are not caricatured mm. uh, in uh, in that negative way. So, yeah, I, I, I really didn't have uh a clear place in the world that was represented in pop culture um i kind of had to uh and it's
0: interesting that you bring up like sort of the brown versus the the white situation on tv because i can't think of a time the last time that the united states bombed white folks (laughs) overseas i feel like when we look at the enemy it's always like you know like this middle eastern sort of brown menace or however it's represented it's just like or it's you go back to vietnam or the korean war and it's like before that was when we were sort of bombing the germans or the nazis out of we, that yeah. was like the last time we had a white on white war <laughs> and i feel like as much as russia is has been doing to undermine the united states i like i feel like what all we ever do is just go Bad Russia, <laughs> you know, and it's a nation. Of... I mean,
1: I mean, you could argue that Co- I'm trying to because yeah. Kosovo in 1998. Yeah, I was thinking of that actually. Mike in there, and kind of like, uh, but but I mean, yeah. the, the category of white, it's uh, it's not a monolithic. Obviously, it's a yeah. fiction. It's it's based on phenotype, and that fiction, and the way in which that fiction. Uh, mm-hmm. Operates and is brought into the notion of being a social truth, and the right. uh, material reality of being a social truth is different in every place, different in every society. Uh, but you know, obviously, there's a, you can generally articulate uh, and, and Eurocentrism, uh, you know, the uh, uh, political destiny of all parts of the world being uh, centered around uh, the act yeah. and what uh, it, it's come to mean in each individual place. Um, But, yeah, I I nerd out on this stuff. I guess I no,
0: it's 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 I was was at one
1: point. I was at one point in graduate school pursuing a Ph.D. in uh, uh, American studies. But uh, (laughs) I I accidentally got famous on YouTube and uh, (laughs) found the academy to be a little bit hypocritical and a lot of its structures. And it didn't really seem like a way to have a. Life of massive consequence uh it's very unlikely that, as an intellectual, I would become a Henry Lewis Gates jr. or Noam Chomsky or someone who's at the top top tier, and even yeah. those people who are at the top top tier as intellectuals, most people don't uh, you, know, you, you necessarily know who they are uh yeah. so um yeah I think i i uh when I saw a ticket to having a more public life yeah uh, that was perhaps of more public consequence um, a more I, influential I platform took, I took the I took yeah. the exit from uh, being a university professor uh, though fair. it's interesting that... I find I find now is it's sort of like, uh, having passed that moment of, of heat, so to speak, yeah. or at least of that, that peak virality in 2007, and now sort of being experienced as this elder statesman of right. how the internet used to be, or the example, <laughs> the, the example you, that, that parents now show their children when they're running like, Oh, how did YouTube use? This is what YouTube used to be like. Right. This is, this is ever, this is what YouTube was. It was novelty. It was short videos. It was people doing, uh, uh, you yeah, know, Uh, disruptive novelty uh, uh, type content. Uh, This is what YouTube was like when I was a kid. Uh, Now I find myself sort of, uh, if not uh, uh, directly in an explicit way so far, sort of it seems like I'm angling back into that mode of of being the teacher, being the professor, being the uh the instructor, even yeah. though I didn't really necessarily intend to. I mean, I left with a master's degree. I didn't like. I, I didn't think
0: you. I think you'll end up with an honorary doctorate at some point because Will over here in the chat is like, oh, we could have a Doctor Tay day a Doctor Zande. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, we could. I think that that's. A, uh, I think we already do, essentially, in effect. Oh um, my gosh,
1: bro! Well, yeah, bestowing. I, all,
0: We'll have a ceremony and everything. <laughs> I'll, I'll draw it on a – let's see. I got a piece of paper now, now, this, right here.
1: This is uh, Now, this is a – I'm sure you've gotten this question your whole life. Aristotle yeah. is not a common birth name. No. Is there a, a genealogy to that? Have you been told? Um,
0: well, I get a different story every time I ask my parents because um, – uh, I didn't. I didn't name myself <laughs> Yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> obviously
1: you did not.
0: Uh... Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like it's funny because um, my oldest brother is Christopher, my second right. oldest brother is Eric, mm-hmm. and then my mom just says, "Well, I had Christopher, I had Eric, and then I had Aristotle." <laughs> that's that's basically the explanation I I got, and my younger sister Veronica, of course, and that's uh and there you have it. That's the explanation. <laughs> I can't tell you.
1: Yep. Interesting. <laughs> tell you. I mean, my parent, my, my middle name isn't it? Uh, you know, after uh, Julius Nerere, uh, who was prime minister of Tanzania oh, wow. uh, for many many years, uh, and um, it's seen as a political Pan-Africanist, uh, mm-hmm. someone who tried to bring Africa together. Um, although, in some ways, you know, his critics are, you know, like most. Uh, leaders who who uh, came into vogue in in, in colonial and post colonial Africa have uh, have criticized them for uh, uh, you know, various uh, ways of being complicit with some of the processes of European intervention that were not always uh, uh, a net benefit for every party. But you know, uh, I feel like it's just um, yeah, America. I, I don't know. I, I don't want to stereotype Americans or say that, but but I feel like the world. And this is just from kind of engaging a lot of you know, you know the people I see. I think I'll, mm-hmm. I'll characterize it as that. Uh, there isn't – there's just and not a right. lot of education about the wider world. They're about like, oh, wait. Right. Yeah, Africa is actually an extremely, extremely complex place with thousands of Af- – uh, with ethnic, ethnic groups and languages. So many different and groups of people, yeah. And, uh, but it's very mono- just,
0: monolithic It's still in a lot of people's minds. It's yeah, just, just
1: Africa, the country of Africa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like they used to be together in this supercontinent called Pangaea that the dinosaurs lived on. And yeah. then, uh, you but know, it's like it's South sort
0: of Africa, little... Libya, Egypt, uh, yeah. you know, Kenya, Cameroon, Madagascar off the coast. It's there's so much going anything.
1: on. They, they not see anything in common between themselves. Yeah. <laughs> like it's... like like they're completely, completely different. And, and that's why you know, Americans have trouble understanding yeah. uh, th- those dynamics in Somalia. Those like, yeah. wait. You know, there was a, a, a terrible, obviously terrible uh, history and genocide in Rwanda, but uh, right. yeah, I, I there's it, it, an African, everyday American like, okay, well, what is the uh, the historical nuance of uh, uh, Hutsi and Tutu uh, uh, identities, which were in many ways racialized identities, when you might look at it from the outside and be like, well, they seem to kind of look the same. It's like, no, 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 no. Right. Oh, uh, it's very, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like in the historical uh, origins and genealogy of uh, that place and many other places, uh, uh, there's a tremendous uh, uh, uniqueness and differentiation. And um, yeah, I think. And there uh, is
0: there is a blindness to that with people outside of outside looking in, there's a very distinct demarcation between the groups of folks. According to them, those, those groups of people in Rwanda, they were like, Oh, well, if you're in that group, you're on the other side. If you're in that group, you're on the other side. And, and from the outside, people are just, I feel they don't understand the nuance of it. And that goes on in, in like uh, Iran right now, that's going on in, in different parts of the, 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 all over the place that there are these different groups of people that are very opposed to one another outside looking in we kind of just push it all sadly we we make it we conflate it all um and uh yeah it's really drawing those distinctions or at least understanding the histories of the different groups of people and
1: but 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 at the same time like i I, i'll also say i mean you, you you could go the opposite way like if if you visit iran uh as an american your primary identity is not being black or, or, uh, American or, or, you know, uh, 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 white or whatever, uh, racialized identity, uh, informs how you fit into American society. You're an American. Yep. Uh, like, like, and very, very similar to anybody else, uh, in that context, uh, who Mm -hmm. would also be there as an American too, or if you, uh, and, and so, um, it's, uh, uh, yeah, I, I think yeah, I often think uh, because I haven't done a lot of international traveling, but even just going to London a couple of times, Berlin once, uh, you, you know, you, you go to these other places, um, especially places where there's a little bit of a stronger political left and a bit more of a social safety net. Mm-hmm. And uh, you hear about you can read about it on the Internet. You can, as much as you, you reuse or, or whatever, uh, uh, persuasion, the algorithms on Facebook, et cetera, feed, uh, uh the things we want to see that we engage with that affirm our egos and, and tell us that we don't need to think, of, need to think. <laughs> right, Exactly. If, if you, if you actually, yeah, the, the number one thing I noticed walking down the street, um, in London and the UK, uh, and you have to be, this is something you have to feel, uh, when you're there, and I'm not saying it's, 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 it doesn't have any problems. There, obviously, they have their own uh, you know, dynamics of racism and and whatnot. But I felt like there was this palpable absence of being absolutely terrified that your life could be destroyed by a medical bill right. that randomly happened, or the random misfortune of a violent uh, of a shooting or mm-hmm. a violent crime. Like it seemed to me like somehow, regardless of where someone was in in British society, uh, that they had less of a fear of Mm -hmm. just that random and and totally preventable type of misfortune Mm -hmm. uh, afflicting them. And it just seemed to be uh, something I noticed in. The energy of the place, and I need to silence my phone because it's be blowing <laughs> up, and I don't know what all these people and notifications are. Well, uh,
0: well, uh, can it? Do you have about ten more minutes? How 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 much time you got? Ten? 15? Oh, I mean, I, I yeah, I, cool. I,
1: um, I I can end whatever. I'm not. I'm just kind of uh, appreciating, okay. but just to very quickly finish that thought. I yeah. think. That uh, you know, if a lot of American voters had a chance, but they just had to set foot in Berlin, uh, spend a week there, spend a week in London, and then come back and just kind of see how you know there is a bigger social safety net, and nobody's freaking yeah. out. They still have they still have rich people, they still have cities, they still have a lot of these other hallmarks of American society. It's, it's just very true. Uh, everyday everyday people aren't yeah uh, you know, they're, living they're in existential
0: in dread, terrible that, fear,
1: yeah. existential <laughs> dread. Of that that their totally whole life ridiculous. could just disappear
0: yeah yeah a, a
1: there's incredible stuff happening
0: that 's very yeah. present in in like a lot of people 's minds i you talk in everyday conversation with an american and they 're like well i don't have health insurance, so x y z or i don 't want to do that because i don 't have health insurance, and that 's like a yeah. thing that is weighed in decision making as an American, whereas if you live in yeah. like say New Zealand or some other country that has like a really good socialized health care system they 're just like well i'll always be fine so i can at least pursue my dreams and i can move forward and i could yeah. and and there isn't this existential fear that like i will be financially ruined like i'm watching a lot of people who spend weeks and weeks in the hospital because they're suffering from coronavirus or covid-19 and their yeah. bill is 1.6 million dollars or something like yeah. that and, and and it's just it's and and it's like, what, what,
1: what on earth is it? And you, and you look at those hospital bills because I've gotten a, a a couple of six-figure hospital bills uh, in, in my life, and you look at them. Wow. It's like, okay, ba- a bandage, seventy-five dollars. Uh, dose <laughs> yep. of Tylenol, Tylenol, forty dollars, and I'm like, yeah. um, <laughs> how, how exactly is this a system that that uh, uh, is working? And and it's odd because what really worries me, uh, Aristotle, it's also very is...
0: litigious, like because. But hospitals are like, well, we're going to run every single test on you and oh, charge yeah. you for every single test so that you don't yeah. later sue us for miss, malpractice or missing anything.
1: There, 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 OK, so, there. Yeah, there is that. Yeah. And, you know, the, that that will that will be that'd be the comeback of, uh, yeah. uh, you know, that's certainly the a conservative perspective in in yeah. some ways that, uh, well, if we had tort reform and lawsuit reform, then we wouldn't have a uh, health care wouldn't be as expensive. But, you know, Democrats are all you know, about these consumer protections and li- liability. Uh, and that's why we can't do business chiefly. Um, uh, you know, it's uh, what concerns me uh, is not just uh, that you know a lot of people say, "Hey, I don't have health insurance. I can't uh, see a doctor. Uh, I can't uh, uh, you know, get the care I need." It's I feel like there's almost this second part of that self narrative that I see in a lot of Americans. Where it's like I don't have health insurance because I didn't work hard enough. Because. Yeah. I made this mistake or that. Health insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, or like, but but this whole narrative, like that somehow it is your fault. And we live in this meritocracy in which the misfortune, uh, you know, uh, it's almost sort of like there is this slippage where if you talk about systemic oppression as the cause of your personal misfortune, uh, I feel like there is uh, a uh an undercurrent of uh not just right-wing American culture but just uh working class American culture it's like shut up stop making excuses you, right. you, you you didn't you didn't make enough money yeah you didn't okay well you should have worked harder you should have uh, you should have invented a better idea you should have you should have been like Elon Musk if you if you'd invented the right idea uh then you'd have right. health insurance and well uh, that's the and, thing
0: and if you're a billionaire you're like well I made all this money myself it's like well you made a lot of people made that money for you if you were working minimum wage it would take you thousands of years <laughs> to make a billion dollars yeah. so it's not necessarily a direct proportion of your personal effort
1: but i feel like sometimes we're like when you go uh to someone who is a who might be struggling and are kind of like hey do you want to get angry at uh these systemic factors that contributed to uh the misfortune in which uh, uh, that you're experiencing, there's almost kind of like this pushback of like, wait, no, I'm not experiencing misfortune because of uh, systemic facts and whatnot. I messed up. I made a mistake. I didn't get the job that I needed to do. I didn't really, yeah. you know, I I'm uh, I'm tough, you know? Yeah. I'll, I guess I'll vote for someone if they say they're like for more service or whatever, but, but I'm right. not going to get, I'm not going to get mad at the man. I'm not going yeah. to get angry at this idea of, Uh, That that the system is bad or that I am having a difficult time because the system is a boogeyman. I'm not on board with that. And I feel like there's there's almost sort of a a silent undercurrent uh, when you try to mobilize to actually change some of the policies that are destructive, some of the uh, 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 political realities that have not benefited a majority of people, you kind of run into that blowback where it's like uh, there's sometimes a reluctance to acknowledge that uh, perhaps you worked as absolutely hard as you could. And yeah, you may, we've all made mistakes. We've all done dumb things. It's like the old Geico commercial we all do dumb things. It used to be the tagline <laughs> of the commercial that they ran on TV. Um, but this, in spite of that, you know. Uh, that's not what differentiates you from somebody who has a mansion, a yacht, and a swimming pool. That's not what differentiates you from uh, being able to access the basic services that any human being ought any civilized to be society to, ought civilized. to be able to access in any civilized society for their dignity and yeah. and and to acknowledge their worth in the humanity. And um I feel like there's, uh, there's still a lot of um sort of kind of a lot of a lot of pain and a lot of almost sort of uh, unconfronted um, leaning on this notion of meritocracy and idea. Well, don't complain about it. It's just, uh, yeah. don't, don't be an excuse maker. Yeah. Don't, don't make excuses for your own failure. You're responsible. To, to, and if you, to, you, to sort of why piggyback you better
0: on that, too, um, I just want to catch up with some of these comments because there's a really good, lively discussion going on about like the genetic diversity of people on the the African continent versus African Americans, which the African continent has much more genetic diversity than the African American. And African Americans mm-hmm. also have a significant proportion of European genetic ancestry, too, and there's a reason for that. <laughs> so, like... Um, that's very true. And let's see. Will says, um, let's see, taking a step further with colonialism versus ethnic homogeneity with some populations. Um, very true. Condi land says that's so true, especially for you. people who have kids out of wedlock, people blame you for your own economic circumstances, but single parents shouldn't be struggling nearly as much as they do. Um, yeah, it's, it's it, there's an interesting uh, backdrop to this all, t- too. I uh, feel like Christianity, and or at least the values of Christianity and people's right to say America is a Christian society and there's like these mm-hmm. Christian values that it was founded on. But there is um, what I think r- the right will often do is weaponize a lot of these christian values quote-unquote and say you know the meek are more virtuous and the people who don't mm-hmm. have money should be happy about not having money and always like there's this kind of like you're in a place and you should be happy that you don't have money and you should be happy that you don't have power and you should be happy that you don't have wealth like or you know and so on well
1: I, I, I was sort of this idea that was uh... Uh, it's not a boogeyman or an institution or a government who is in control of your life. It's God and salvation. And if you pray, and if you are uh, pure of heart and if uh, uh, you are pure in your faith, uh, uh, then you will uh, receive the bounty uh, uh, that is uh, the unlimited. There was sort of this idea of the unlimited bounty and healing potential of Christ. At least that's, Uh, how, how I was raised in in the Christian well, religion. Well, I'm uh, saying
0: that because I feel like there's a lot of people who are proven to not walk in those footsteps. Who have wealth and power are oh, oh, but, oh, but mean, they project absolutely. this image of purity and of tithing and of being oh, like this, of course not. Person and, and those folks in particular are weaponizing it, trying to continually subjugate and marginalize people saying, no, 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 no. It's, it's cool that you have no money and that I have all the money. I'm telling you how to act, but I'm not going to follow any of these rules behind closed or, doors
1: or or, or yeah. just that like what what dictates our relationship is not money or prosperity it is our common faith in the salvation of right. of God and it's almost sort of this this other place that almost sort of like in a, a sort of like socialist utopia oddly enough this this sense that well we are all the same uh, in the eyes of Jesus and Saint Peter and we are all praying to the same God and we are all uh coming together and you know you you, you better not say anything uh, untoward in that context was like, wait, wait, okay, yes, the, I, the nation's capital is named after someone who factually owned and enslaved people with brown skin and worked mm-hmm. them to death their entire uh, from cradle to grave. Um, wait, okay, we know we're having a church service, it's Christmas, let's uh, <laughs> let's celebrate being all together in the uh, light of God and Jesus and togetherness, and, and it's kind of like, well, wait, um, I can can this have any type of engagement with uh, worldly matters? It's like, well no, I think it, it, a, a big part of uh, is I experienced uh, faith and religion growing up was this disconnection from worldly matters. And if you dared to insert something that was terrestrial or worldly in that context, it's like well, it's all in the hands of God. It's all uh, God has, God has a plan. It, it, it happened, it happened. Therefore it must have been, uh, in God's plan or maybe if it, or may, or if it didn't happen, then then there was still sin in the world. There was still, there was still evil and there's, it's still just kind of out there is this, you know, Satan striking, uh, yeah. In, in the moments that he randomly, uh, strikes. And that is very difficult for us to deal with, but all we can do is, uh, stay still and, and be still and steady in our faith in, in Jesus and know that God has a plan. And, and, <laughs> and, 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 you know, that was, uh, um that's the thing. That's the thing. So it's kind of like, um uh, and I think you were specifically trying to speak to ways in, in which, you know, that, uh, religion can, uh, uh, you were almost going to speak to a certain hypocrisy. was uh, yeah. more obvious. But it's like, well, okay, there are clearly haves and have nots and it's, yeah, I'm specifically, yeah, I'm definitely uh,
0: specifically talking about those folks who are like it's not just the will of God. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 caught doing all of the bad things, yet yeah. they tell everyone else to continue being faithful and continue doing. Continue these being
1: things. faithful. It, it was absolutely in God's plan that you have to work 18 hours a week at walmart and uh to make me a billion dollars (laughs) yeah and 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 10 hours a week this other job and a third job that you're trying to uh put together and you can't get health care from any of them uh uh because uh yeah like it's like well okay uh right you know that and honestly i because i still consider myself uh to you know to be spiritual to be Christian, uh, uh, to the uh, a, a, a extent in, in my own relationship with the you know, faith, uh, but I mm-hmm. also don't consider myself to be anti science. I don't consider uh, a lot of the articulations uh, and appropriations of that faith and spirituality. I'm not a biblical literal literalist, um, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I see it deployed in a way that I, I it's very alienating. Um, yes. Yeah. Both me and I think uh, other people find that, that notion of religion very uh, alienating. Uh, we um, had a really right? out the, the way the world actually is.
0: Uh, we we had a really lively discussion last week with uh, our guest last a week ago Monday. Jake A. He was uh, he's studying to be a, a military chaplain, and we were talking about Jesus and his. If you guys want to check that video out, that's out from last week. And Jen, the fierce. Speaking of Jake A. Uh, Jake's wife. Jen, the Fierce says, when something large scale happens to society like the Great Depression or disaster, people will acknowledge external reasons one might be in poverty. But the rest of the time, there's a moral attachment to it. Right. Exactly. Just as Tay was saying earlier, it's like you're blamed for your for your for your lane.
1: Uh, undercurrent is, at least in, in uh, some aspects of American society you're blaming yourself of uh, If you don't have uh, wealth or at least basic services and can't meet your need, it's it's your fault. You didn't you didn't uh, you didn't wake up out of bed and and do what needed to be done to make it happen. And it's kind of like there's and I think that is tied up with certain notions of masculinity, of empowerment. And then it's sort of like if if you start to critique that and say, hey, wait, there are uh, bigger, more uh, um, unfair things happening at a level beyond that level of individual liberty and individual choice that constrain your life opportunities, then I think, again, like I I said earlier, that's kind of experience. uh, It endangers uh, certain Mm -hmm. narratives of masculinity and validation and all of these things that can be very, very heartfelt uh, in people's life experiences. Uh, So, no. Uh,
0: Yeah. No, it's it's very true. I mean, people... It's just that the, the folks that might be blaming also, you know, we blame ourselves for our station in life, but there are people at the top, you know, that are constantly like, well, you got to work harder. You got It's like how many hours a week can you work? And you work 60 hours a week? It's, it's weird that they're blamed for doing way more work physically, more hours put toward work um, than, say, someone who's at the top whose money makes them money. Like they just kind of have money. And then that money mm. makes money, <laughs> and they have all sorts of investment plans and stuff like that, so it's it's really not a direct proportion of how much effort you're putting in it and no. and that's just proven really
1: yeah but um, but then i mean there i mean there are layers of that too where it's yeah. like okay well you you look at at state pension funds and uh uh yeah, which in some cases have been fought for by labor unions historically, and well, okay, they're invested in the market too, so theoretically they're they have pools of money that uh, sit there and make money. And then it's like, well, you look, well, okay, who had access to union jobs historically? Well, okay, the disproportionately white people uh, who had access to uh, good state jobs with uh, good pensions. Uh, even, you know, you look at a state like California where, gosh, they have social services here up the wazoo, and uh, a lot of them are. Uh, either union jobs or jobs that are that are paid from the state pension system, and on one hand you look at that like, well, okay, I guess is, I guess that's a good thing in some ways, but it's like then I'm kind of like, uh, um, I'm not necessarily saying that there aren't good stories and good consequences yeah. to the way that things are done, but um, a lot of the people like uh uh yeah, in ga- social ser- I'm very much a, a of a belief that uh, social services. Uh, should generally be financially grounded in the local economy of the neighborhood of the block that uh, they are serving, or that service is being provided. And I think that uh, you know, there's a lot of talk about policing in America, and, and, yeah. and I, I think uh, you know, the biggest problem is that you just you have officers who work in areas that are not uh, uh, economically prosperous, and then they they raise families in. Uh, in the suburbs, in some other place that that is, and it's like, well, what? No, mm-hmm. it, are there really no qualified people living on that block where it's like that salary can go to uh, enriching that population that is there?
0: Yeah, uh, all of and it's directly services, their community. You know, you know, they're yeah. they're directly benefiting yeah. you, their local you can,
1: community. You can just give that money to someone in the community. Uh, same with, uh, I mean, a, a lot of the, the implementation of social services in California is this idea of like, okay, well, there's this office run right in Sacramento or this other place, and uh, a lot of professionals, some who are very good professionals with very good motivations, wonderful people, uh, but it's also kind of like. Is there nobody uh, personally who can who can go to uh, like like have their kids go to the same school? And so it's it's interesting how even in uh, California, in some, uh, some areas, but it trends blue, at least more, more recently. Uh, not all of its political history is, is, is that. But uh, it, even in that case, it's kind of like I look at the implementation of social services and I'm I'm kind of like, is it so profane? To just have the idea of maybe giving people money who are in these communities or paying like keeping mm-hmm. that money local because it seems to reinforce the evacuation of wealth from right. areas that are you know you look at very well of south all of south l a basically yeah. from downtown south to long Beach, mm-hmm. and you wonder, okay, why is that generally considered Inglewood and Crenshaw and all the way those how did they become what is yeah. called uh, called economically depressed, they will get divestment, uh, mm-hmm. systematic divestment of uh, resources, uh, not spending money in need of social services in, the, in those neighborhoods. And then the people providing those social services generally are not necessarily living in those places there yeah. in other places and then you yeah. look at something taking- is, you see you see municipal incorporation is something that's very racist where you look at the shape of los angeles and they they have the port of los angeles which is right next to the port of long beach and this tiny little little strip of land to yep. get down there and make it part that, of the I, city. That is a very
0: uh, funny little. And, yeah, Tay yes, is talking little, about little if, you sure if you look the, at of a of map of well, the city
1: of Los Angeles, there's this little tendril that goes all the way down to the port of Long Beach, uh, Beach yeah. and it's it's a port of Los Angeles. Which just is, to make is, it contiguous.
0: Make it contiguous.
1: Yeah, it, 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 it's, it,
0: yeah. it's just basically a freeways width that <laughs> just goes yeah, straight a freeway's, down.
1: A freeway's, uh, uh, so that the city of Los Angeles can incorporate the tax revenue of uh, the, the port of L.A., which I believe the ports of L.A. and Long Beach are like it, at least like in somewhere like in the top five largest ports in the world, like they have, they have a tremendous yeah. amount of volume. But it's evacuating that wealth and that tax revenue from uh, people who live yeah. In that broader area, and saying, "Oh no, that's right. part of the city of Los Angeles, and we're not really interested in incorporating all of this other." Uh, divesting. It's very much like gerrymandering. It's 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 a gerrymandering Absolutely. situation. It, it's it's gerrymandering by municipal incorporation, and that happens all over America. That's the default. That's the yeah. that's the rule, not the exception. Uh, right. And so, like I say, you know, uh, when you look at the implementation of uh, these systems that ultimately implement oppression, it's not. Just about getting, you know, it's it's great and valid and important to get angry at, uh, uh, you know, outrageous uh, um, spectacles and out, outrageous uh, events uh, when they uh, uh, that, that should mobilize and should anger people. But that anger also has to be paired with an awareness that there is complexity and there is we're surrounded by all of these smaller details uh, yeah. From a policy standpoint, where it's like, well, who's actually thinking about like looking at a map of Los Angeles and be like, oh, wait, that's that's MediCone Corporation. That's ooh, that's some, uh, that's a, a tremendously racist thing uh, that very much contributes to uh, yeah. a lot of the problems. Uh, and social histor- services. And Los and-
0: Angeles does have a very racist history. Oh, sadly.
1: absolutely. And social <laughs> services, and the way they're implemented. Uh, often contributes in some ways to evacuation of wealth from uh, uh, some of the areas that are serviced. So, um, and and I think the challenge in some of the cases that when you really peel the layers of the onion up and start to indict the bones and the guts of some of the systems, you are not just indicting uh, people who are open racist or uh, people who might be considered uh, uh, you know, right-wing or alt-right or not. You are indicting uh, uh, people who, and institutions and organizations that have traditionally branded themselves lived as in a space, of well, well, no, we're the good people. We're helping. And it's like, I'm not saying that there isn't that intention, right. but let's look at the Just consequences. Just the structure. Structurally. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, uh, I mean, that's true. something that... That's something I don't even think, uh, I mean, that hasn't really come into, uh, uh, we haven't even crossed that line in my own family where it's like, I remember being 20 years old and I was so excited. I was coming to uh, 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 my father and mother and we were having dinner, I think it was at Old Country, uh, I think they changed the name to Hometown Buffet as a restaurant. And I had just started to learn about Malcolm X and uh, bell mm-hmm. hooks and uh, all these terms like white supremacy and uh, a yeah. white supremacist capitalist patriarch. And I remember coming in all excited saying, I've learned about white supremacy. But I, and, and I know, uh, and, uh, <laughs> that's a perfect um, thing to my father was very, very. My father was very, speaking of that on a, in a structural way, was different than by saying, well, because you're white, you're white and therefore you're bad is right. I think what's heard. And he that's didn't a, know, that's a real didn't thing. know how to hear it any other way. And I don't, I still don't think, um, that, uh, A lot of people in that generation, including uh, 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 um, people in my own family, they're not able to hear a critique of institutions
0: and, and and
1: identities in society that they are a part of without hearing that you're bad and your life is bad and your choices are bad. And it's kind of like...
0: you've you've struck a chord so to speak you being a musician in in me because this has been something that i've this has been very real in my personal life where i've engaged with some of my friends uh very there's a few that are trying were trying and and i'm giving space for a couple (laughs) to sort of wrap their mind around the idea of structural and historical oppression and racism a system that is d de- a system itself that is designed to favor one group over another or the rest. And yeah. and them, the this this friend in particular I'm thinking of took that as me saying to them that they are bad. Mm-hmm. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a system yeah. that has f- maybe favored people who look like you over people who look like me and that is that is what I'm angry with I'm not angry at you per se but they like you said like you said your dad had a difficult time trying like hearing what you were saying it, it they have a very difficult time separating that I'm not mad at them I'm mad at a system that definitely favors like one group over another which is it's not equality that is I'm or, or, or equality yeah,
1: yeah or there's yeah. kind of like the i, I think there's sort of like that tendency like you start going down that path and it's like okay well what are you going to show up in pitchforks and uh, and confiscate my house confiscate my right. car confiscate it goes, and it's like wait, wait wait can we at least yeah. have a like we're not like th- 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 this does not automatically teleologically uh lead to Uh, disaffected leftist or disaffected people of the world coming and confiscating, uh, you know, your your Mustang and your, 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 your Harley or whatever else you might own and believe that uh, you earned. It's like, we're, we're just at least trying to, a lot of the reactions, even entertaining the idea that uh, not every baby is born at zero yeah it's a chocolate yeah. right lyric, you know a baby born will die before the sun. uh even entertaining that discussion uh suddenly like it it, it, it can be a a trigger point it can be a, it's very, uh, can, yeah. a very reactionary reaction was like well uh I guess I, yeah. You know, we should all live, We should all be socialists, and you know, you should all just just confiscate <laughs> me, me and my family, and everything we work for. And you're gonna come and take it, and then I, And that's why I need to go buy guns and be uh, uh libertarian and and fight these people who are trying to come for my stuff. And it's kind right. of like, well, <laughs> they're, they're, well they're that's the thing. Just some that's, in between, some way. That, to that's the saying,
0: something. you know. Fe- um, when you're used to a, a privilege, equality feels like oppression, and that that yeah. I'm witnessing. In real time, I'm like, wait a minute, no, I'm just saying equal. I'm saying equal, and that seems very scary to some people. I'm just like, no, treat this person as you would treat this person, and it's a system that definitely, if you look at the numbers, this these groups of people, their numbers don't look as good as this major group of people
1: in the United States, and
0: and that's uh, at least
1: at least be able to have an honest conversation about the ways in which your personal attributes that you have no choice or had no uh uh yeah. you know uh, decision to making uh, have benefited you. Like I can talk about how I am I second that was a trick. you, you uh, said you benefited uh,
0: it, from it, it, being
1: from uh, I benefit from from being a cisgendered male uh uh from being you right. know uh as um as opposed to someone who's you know, a transgender, or who's not, who has a, a, uh, a different gender identity or different uh, path in affirming who they are. Uh, I can speak about that. And that's not saying that you know, I, I'm bad. But, but let's at least critique. Let's be able to have an yeah. honest uh,
0: Be able to recognize speak. certain privileges and certain how society is. Dude, like there there are so many disadvantages. Yeah. But I'm like, you know, well, I have to check myself to be able to self refer on YouTube. Thank you guys for joining us. There's lots of chat going on there. Um, Also of color, color, haven't shock to white friends. Yes, it's very true. Like they were in my life. They were like, not you. And depending on where I am in the world, I have to think about it. It just comes as such a shock to some people. That I made a TikTok. People are wanting to hear the stories of people who of color, and they, they almost don't yeah. want to hear it at the same time. They've accept at once, and
1: it's it's. I mean. I mean, exclusivity and terrified in endless anthropology. A documentable increase in income. They they make like CEOs or uh, these business events. Or is it that when uh, I'm just not I mean, measurably, I'm like oh. the.
0: The kind uh, of like a weird correlation.
1: It's not like a causation. Uh, even if three million more people vote for the other, person. Uh, so it's uh, e- even like things we don't nor- normally think of as uh, "quote unquote" controversial height, uh, yeah. "quote unquote" attractiveness from an anthropological perspective. Attractive people uh, you know, get again yeah, they they, they're more likely to get jobs. They're less likely to receive as, as uh, severe sentences. It's a range of ways in which I may be person to. Yeah. You know, sort of that reaction that you say you get. This isn't just a meritocracy where we are that benefits me in certain ways. Whereas that's where, that's a part of all of our lives and mm-hmm. we should be I or attractive. Yeah, and merit, all work. these other things. We'll have to
0: try hard and recognizing that there are some pro athlete, So stereotype in Hollywood. I'm really hoping that, you know, I go on the streaming services, I go on HBO Max, and then you scroll down and then like maybe a couple things down, it'll say like,
1: month to see how everybody uh no, oh well, i'll let you finish your thought on
0: page end. of hey black lives matter okay let's get back to uh, yeah
1: Fading was like i'm somebody on, on my phone just kind of surprised like june where it's like uh something akin to ikea specifically Brianna taylor and george floyd uh, attributed to the murders of george floyd and Brianna taylor uh yeah remember even spoke or savage and was now I, muhammad ali at least politically he went in going out on a limb uh, not war, uh, you know, there's sort of a uh, Kaepernick Jail. thing. And it's kind of like, oh, more or less validate sort of as a, a thing that, you know, was played in Ikea. Uh, the people who are where I, perhaps right. uh, people who are and. in many other places, our stories playing that on the intercom there. Like, yeah, it's kind of like it felt like it was a little bit like preaching to the choir, preaching to the chorus. And it's kind of like, yeah, um, yeah, we. Yeah, I wasn't sure how to feel about it, but that's a that's a valid question. Though know, there was a definitely a moment in June, uh, heading into July, where it seemed like there was this effort to acknowledge and validate uh, the reality that there uh, mm-hmm. uh, d- uh, there. Uh, that's a, it. Seems if and and uh, my experience of it was it's just uh, like is wait is, whoa. Is, whoa. is
0: right? Is I've seen
1: thunderstorm or tornado or hail it's or, like uh, whoopi
0: goldberg in the end it's like yeah he's uh, been on this note of representation there could be a question that is, right uh,
1: it has to be a black sitcom Wh- When it happens shows i'm trying to think of a you don't see necessarily representation or you see or, a token yeah. um well no i mean i'm just thinking of like a, a movie like you know i don't even like anything going back to the 90s it was like yes i'm old all my pop culture references people of color uh, well lord of the rings that's the that's like oh well okay that's
0: uh, Modulating right. a little bit, uh, I even had a friend recently say how when they were growing up, and they kind of said it nonchalantly, they were just like, "Oh, when they would have uh, say, a say a black cast or, or at least maybe absentmindedly, or because they said when they would see a black person in this, or I guess they're just doing this politically." TV show, I was like, "Wait, oh, wait, wait! This is know, the
1: Family know. Ties episode that has a a, a yeah. black person." And <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I just, Say like, what? But, but hold on.
0: Yeah, I guess the perception of the, the, the Cosby on Show.
1: The Cosby Show. I don't know if a black person ever showed up on Family does, but I remember that. I, but uh, Jen the fierce yeah, has
0: just... genuine questions. Jen the fierce asks, "I want, I want so badly to know how best to react as a white person that isn't putting more oppression on people of color that have stood out to you as valid." Um... There, it's a double-edged sword. If you're gonna, from friends of mine, who. I knew we an event we need to do something about it to me seeing george floyd getting murdered in the streets was like as awful as it is for anybody to see but to breonna taylor to george floyd, uh very very like comedians beat us up comedians make attack and use violence against black people in america is so not, not a
1: new message not a new message it, it's no, no, i mean really- i mean that's the point it's like i mean uh, <laughs> all i have to say is they don't really care about us and uh, through big Michael Jackson fans who are black, a way to uh, be uh, super politically active and advocating for for prison reform. And uh, so it's kind of like there, there is that uh, uh, question. There, it, and it goes back to that sense of my saying, well, okay, people are uh, awakening to this as though it's a new message. And like, well, I almost real. But to answer that question, mm-hmm. general rule, and this is the same for the like, in not experience, a way in which, I, and just mm-hmm. speaking that truth. I find to be affirming and so i mean i can i can mention specific like uh, uh tim weiss w-e-i-s-s i believe is a uh, uh he uh speaks a lot specifically to the answer of the question like if i'm white how can i uh uh, uh positively engage mm-hmm. this that i wrote in may because uh, occasionally I, I i try and stay away from twitter but occasionally i'll still tweet things uh and i said uh, yeah as a man, I need to be the first to speak up when women are victim victims, not just right. us. Uh, and
0: there's an actual that's a, that's a ma- massive thing that has been kind of going through my mind. Whereas, like, I'm like I'm very aware post George Floyd, then like white folks are posting publicly. I'm very aware that you're calling me because there's a guilt situation, here. but I know I'm not in the when a, a I don't know what a white folk person is saying to what other white folks behind closed doors. I don't know that conversation. I can't know that. Yeah, what, what,
1: again, like if, if I apply that question advocate for, uh, the ways in w- without a room, uh, who yeah. that might directly and immediately, uh, affect personally, right. am I speaking to, uh, the ways in which, uh, you know, women are, uh, multiply oppressed, whether it's, uh, uh, when they look at, at uh, dynamics, like, you know, then, uh, not as much inclusion of issue, not, just when uh i need to virtue signal and and acknowledge and cause someone exactly uh who is around in the space to forefront when there is right. uh not a uh quote-unquote token around right. of that axis of oppression and am i speaking out on behalf of the uh, uh these are uh, the, the, the term you don't it, it, the term disabled is not the term to use physical capacities uh when and,
0: and, and i, I would hope
1: th- yeah good yeah
0: no you, sorry, or is this so lively <laughs> I just I, uh, f- sorry,
1: oh no, I, I thought the interactions in which I feel most affirmed are yeah. uh when it's not just uh when a white friend who's speaking about race uh fitted from a certain level of privilege the diagnosis being on the autism spectrum and and having that's a term that's used for some our ways in which the world is calibrated to benefit that right. like there are so many different nuances mm-hmm. uh Uh, And I I feel affirmed any time that someone who is uh, not necessarily uh, directly able to experience uh, an unfairness that I experience acknowledges that unfairness, acknowledges that they may be a part of or have benefited from that unfairness,
0: acknowledges
1: that they are in a learning process. Yeah. Uh, of trying to better themselves around untr- and To
0: have you as as i wanted to add to that is that as a person of color or as a person of sort you know everybody's going to be on their best behavior saying the nicest things. oh thing, absolutely but, <laughs> so you're affecting the results of the outcome just as it, like a schrodinger's to bring physics into it <laughs> so it's like you're if yeah. you're a part in that way yeah but uh, uh
1: but, um, definitely but i think i'm walking yeah walking into I'm like okay that's not the uh Necessarily the conversation that uh, would be happening if I were not uh, yeah. uh, right there. Uh, and being, but, yeah,
0: it's very, it's something that I've definitely noticed my whole life where, like, I'm like, everybody in certain contexts. It, it,
1: you know what it is? Counties or uh, uh, zip codes plus 20. That I means, okay, that's a really rare. Really it, it shifts like <laughs> just, it's a scheme graph. <laughs> yeah, it's like, but at the same time, and the, the question you asked, like, uh, what do I, uh, experience right thing to say is they're they're wanting. Right. Oh, a, a couple of minutes ago, uh, uh you know, acknowledging inclusion and that. Handing out this actually happened. Uh, a do something about mentoring, and he said, "Yeah, you know, I enjoy you know, uh, you know, whoever like I might be, right. uh <laughs> term like like fire like, fire like the word men." Yeah, like fireman or mankind or police kind. So, like, he heard himself say the word mentoring. <laughs> yeah, I'd I better go back and clarify. Okay, this is someone who is like, I, it's um, yeah. and and I could I could do like a whole. We could do a whole like other hour or two of just talking about the the history of um, you know, language and. Uh, trying to achieve social progress through language and fun to try to erase oppression by changing the language we use. Because at the end of the day, whether you call a black person a Negro, an African-American, a systemic institutional racism that is a result of specific policies uh, has Mm -hmm. prevailed. And you say that, uh, you know, uh, changing the parlance from uh, fireman to uh, firefighter has not really close the pay gap between men and women in the past 30, 40 years. Uh, There are a lot of ways in which uh, there has not been a policy dividend from that evolution in language. And so sometimes I wish when it seems like the idea of activism or social justice is achieved on this battlefield of the language that we use, I sometimes wish that there was sort of a... Yeah. a greater acknowledgement of okay, what is the track record of that strategy, and has that changes in experience of the economic reality these ends that actually
0: are people putting everybody is free now one hundred and fifty years ago. everybody now can vote. everybody now, you know it's just like they're the symbolic, meaningful gestures, yet the actual true change is a wave or several generations behind. And it's, and people need to realize that just because you change a law, doesn't mean you've changed society. <laughs> it doesn't mean you've changed. Yeah. Or, or just the, because
1: you changed the, changed the acceptance, almost sort of this, um, yeah, part of, and, and I'm not you know, here to psychoanalyze or validate, uh, the sentiments of the alt-right or Tea Party backlash, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, um, this fire victory where it's like, I, it's like, Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm cisgendered male and and of European descent. And I have to be so on my toes all the time about not saying the uh, thing that offends this group or this group or this group. And it's gotten ridiculous and overboard. And, um, you know, there, uh, yeah, I'm not saying that that is a, uh, a, fair or complete uh, looking at strategies and outcomes and results and policy outcomes. um, Yeah. You know, I I I think.
0: And just to speak to that, it's, it's like there's a genuine unawareness happening there and to be like suddenly told, suddenly told, not suddenly, and need to acknowledge the realities of these things so that we can move through this growing moment um, and really uh, but, understand each other,
1: but I mean, and again, like, and, and, and it, it, outsider, uh, you know, I've had it, it raised. Uh, it act who's confused, by no, 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 like that's like <laughs> right. even, uh cast away with you know segregation, yeah. of colored person as opposed to person of color, and yeah. uh, like if you look at that literally, it's like well, uh, um, we're literally and syntactically, it, it, it yeah. language operates. <laughs> uh, you know, they're. Uh, um, but like I said, there is a need to engage and acknowledge these things on a policy level. And it's almost sometimes yes. seems like uh, the push to uh, make the battle about these things a battle of language. It's almost like a pacifier. It's hmm. fix that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. the the oppression. It was a problem. It's our prosperity right. relationships, uh, the actual inequality between have and have-nots, and and look at that, uh, in society we can we can fix it uh, because we've been using the wrong words. We're gonna use words that include include everybody, and then uh, you know we're still going to bail out the banks from the uh, subprime mortgage the thing.
0: Like, that's the thing. People get so mad at people who are collecting forty dollars in food stamps a week or something like that. Yet they ignore the, the crashing of the like used and, money to bail them out.
1: Well, why is it so bad to just give poor people uh, mortgage crisis? It, no. it can yeah. it, It's like, uh, you know, uh, these are policy choices. Poverty is a yeah. policy choice. Uh, that's housing crisis uh, uh, that That's where the change. Where the change.
0: Definitely has to happen. It's awesome.
1: I did, didn't mean to ghost this. I was just, I've been having such a busy week. And sure, maybe yeah, we could no come back and we ended up talking for like, you know, what, an hour and a half, two hours. Uh, episode,
0: which is very true. <laughs> I don't mind that at all. Ed, we would love to have you back, Tay, and talk about all of these things because you're so well versedly. You know, this is a really real issue that we had today, are excellent. I mean, you look at that, examine the systems like the entertainment rethink about how we we watch things that, i mean a part unique.
1: of favoring european features traits ancestry issue uh ob- observation around 25 creators but it's they're underrepresented uh you know yeah. the, the successful the mkphd and ksi and people who are very successful black creators are massively underrepresented uh in terms of presenting so they created this thing called the u uh, more in uh, you know have access building community right. uh acknowledging yeah. that data and and uh, it's kind of like it was an odd moment because this was the same time around like 2015, 2016. fifteen, twenty sixteen. They've decided it's like oh, him, uh, maybe
0: like we it, should it, do something. It, the
1: gay frogs and whatever conspiracies and and uh, you know uh, uh, the Obama being really whatever he talked about was on YouTube for many many years, uh, including no. during this period of time uh, in in which uh, uh, YouTube black was a thing and another, another part of the company. So it was kind of odd. To be in that moment, not really confronting uh, open racism. Google and like they'd be, or you'd look up conspiracy theories about, well, uh, you know, autism is caused by vaccines or or whatever. You right. know, that that was that would surface that all that information would surface. Maybe uh, so, we should maybe we should surface. Be in a rabbit hole, black on black crime. Let's show them more of this and more of this and more of this and more of this. And that's yeah. why the uh, Southern Poverty Law Center did a study. Uh, I believe it was 2018 on. How people get radicalized by Google because they enter with one little kernel of a prejudice uh, yeah. where they heard, like, oh, you know, uh, uh, black and people more violent conf- are born more violent than white people. Absolutely, that's a problem. Right. And Google would keep showing them. And, and yeah. uh, uh, I believe that study is called The Radicalization of Dylan Roof, if someone wants to Google it. But yeah, <laughs> I blew it up into a whole other thing. Well, well uh, it's very true. A lot of
0: it's siloed we, we facebook you go on facebook and you're gonna see all of the things you like to see because it's all curated yeah. for you because they want you to be engaged with them so that you can see the stuff that goes right. exactly who i am and why i'm in the yeah.
1: majority i uh, uh...
0: i guess a good thing is to um address your blind spots if you can i mean by nature they're blind spots so try and help other people we ask a lot of questions that we We know the answer to or we we ask questions that we want to hear validate our belief. (laughs) But we need to actually ask the honest question.
1: We've all been in this situation. How do I talk to black people? And Ava DuVernay's 13th on Netflix. You might. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's our way their people speak. Uh, You're interested in learning about a lot. not
0: Volumes and volumes of information about this. Uh, Volumes of studies. And 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 it's I mean, it's a great time. To be an author and and all of these things. I mean, on today, which is awesome. And it, yeah. this has been an awesome, spontaneous uh, situation. It's funny because if you guys go back to the beginning of the show, you'll see that I'm like, oh, I got a message from uh, a special guest here. Let's see if we can make. This. It's always great to have yeah. you on. We, we,
1: we have good energy. Good energy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Great conversation. Great questions from uh, the peanut gallery over here, which is awesome. And, uh, you know, and, and we're just nerds. We like to hang out in society. I mean, frame this <laughs> wind up in a way. If you guys, I definitely urge you guys to kind of go back and, and listen to the whole thing, have it yeah. on as a podcast, have it on in the background yeah. and, and enjoy it's, it. And yeah, Tay, thank you so it's much, a Angie, talking. Uh, awesome. Yeah, we're getting some great comments here. Great feedback. I appreciate you, man. And uh, thanks so much for stopping you. in.
1: Thanks for having me. Right. Indeed,
0: I will. Thank you guys for watching. I'm Aristotle Full Throttle.